0: Hello, I am Ariel Munafo, and I am Moshe Ferber, and this is the Silver Lining Podcast, the podcast about security engineering. Hello, everyone. Another episode of Silver Lining Podcast. And with me, as always, Moshe. How are you, Moshe? Very good. Good morning, Ariel. Good to see you.
1: And uh, we are after the COVID uh, in
0: Israel. Everything is open. And uh, with us, Guy. Hi, Guy. How are you?
1: Hi, good morning. Happy to be here for the second time. I think in three years was my previous time.
0: Yeah. Okay, so it's good to have you here. Uh, And now we are back with a new title and a new company (laughs) and a new startup. Previously, you were... Uh, in Appslyre, we when you were talking uh, and we were talking about application security. and currently you are working for cyber security, and mm-hmm. uh, we are going to talk about CICD security, which is what you do. So first of all, uh, remind us uh, about yourself and tell the new uh, listeners about who you are and uh, what do you do?
1: Cool. So I'm Guy, I'm the CEO and co-founder of cyber security. Um, almost twenty years in the cyber security trenches, uh, you can say, I grew up in the Israeli Air Force. Uh then I moved to uh, after a few years I moved to uh, private consulting, uh Ministry of Defence, other private and uh, public companies in Israel. Then after a few years moved to Life Person, to the security team uh there uh in different position and after a few years moved to Apps Flyer, uh to be their first CISO, uh for three years and then Moved to the dark side to become a <laughs> vendor and mm. to become uh, the CEO and co-founder of uh, Cider Security, and this is where I am for the last year and a half. Uh, we officially established uh, Cider on December 2020, uh, in the middle of the COVID. <laughs> uh, yeah, so and now uh, Cider is um, is a, a very impressive uh, startup. Objectively, of course. <laughs> um,
0: Tell us a little bit about uh, Cider. What do you do? What is the vision?
1: So, Cider uh, is, uh, you can say, it's the first AppSec OS. Uh, it's the first thing that uh, we uh, decided to build something that will help. Uh, companies to build their uh, AppSec program, uh, which uh, defined, I will explain in a minute, how we see the AppSec program. AppSec
0: application security. Application
1: security uh, from scratch, uh, from within a unified platform, and allow DevOps and uh, Dev and security team uh, uh, to uh, uh, be closer in their day to day and to reduce the friction that my uh, co-founder and I uh, uh, felt in our previous position in our day to day, and we always looked for this uh, uh, solution to assist us. Yeah. Uh, and today, uh, cider is uh, o- above 70 employees across the globe. Uh, we have uh, several dozens uh, of uh, customers, uh, and and we continue to grow and 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 to build. Uh, the platform on a daily basis and, you know, uh, fix the pains that, that we felt in our previous uh, positions on a daily basis.
0: Okay, so in a moment we'll dive in uh, into deeper, into uh, uh, the CI/CD uh, pipeline, what do you do there? But, uh, okay, I understand the application SEC uh, operating system, understand the fixture. Can you give us a little word about what exactly do you do?
1: So basically, uh, CIDR uh, uh, is built in a way that the first and most important part of what we are doing is to bring visibility and uh, and understanding of your CI/CD processes and the C and the engineering ecosystem. Mm-hmm. If you go today and ask um, uh, security teams, uh, by the way, even some of the DevOps teams, tell me about uh, about your engineering ecosystem. Uh, tell me what languages are uh, your developers are using in their day-to-day. How, uh, how the CI, CD, the continuous integration, the continuous deployment happen in, in your environment and, and what is connected to what. And, and if you go and ask them, they are most likely will give you some very high level uh, answer without understand, uh, without the ability to understand exactly what is happening, exactly what is, uh, is being connected to what. And know in real time, on a new stuff that are being added to this environment, which is a very vibrant environment. And today the CI-CD ecosystem is very, very, very uh, complex. And it's like a moving train that really, really move fast and the security team are, are struggling to keep up. So as I said, the first uh, thing that we're doing is give you the visibility, the understanding of all the processes from the developer all the way to the production um uh so this is one thing and then on top of that we are building a few layers of of the the of the platform that gives all the you can say all the security requirements as part of the appsec program in that area uh the so the first layer is the uh, uh, the protection of the CI CD, the understanding of the posture of each and every component inside the CI CD, the SCM, the CI system, the artifactory, the container registry, the CD if it's disconnected from the CI system and and any other system that you have in this ecosystem, and 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 not only the posture of each and every process but also the posture of the processes themselves or the connection between the processes or between the systems because the C- the SCM or the software uh, uh, um, uh, um, code management uh, that uh, uh, connect to the CI system uh, is is all the time uh, highly connected and, and they are talking with each other all the time and there are some issues that can be created because of that connectivity and then Uh, uh, on that layer after we're doing also the posture of that uh, between the systems uh, we also uh, give you the ability to tailor uh, um, uh, engines as part of your uh, environment Mm -hmm. Uh, we're doing that by providing you a marketplace that you in a click of a button can tailor whatever uh, engine that you you need or you want whether it's an open source whether it's a commercial uh, we strongly believe that the community or, and and what we have outside is stronger than any, uh, one company that, uh, can, you know, can build a great engine, but eventually it's nothing compared to, or, or everything that there is out there. And additional layer on top of that is the understanding if something is bypassing, uh, the CI, CD and being. Push to production, not in the CI/CD uh, or the regular CI/CD mm-hmm. processes,
0: which is uh, matching to some of tasks that we've seen, where you mm-hmm. basically upload code that uh, didn't pass the entire mm-hmm. security check. Exactly,
1: it's and we differentiate them in three. We have three acronyms. Uh, to them, we call it security of the pipeline (SOP). Security in the pipeline is the ability to tailor the engine, and security around the pipeline. So we believe when you are building an AppSec program you should have those three uh elements again whether you want to do it with different platform or you want to do it in a single platform those are the three elements that you should have inside your appsec program when you build inside your uh, engineering ecosystem
0: so the, the the people that use the the uh, the application are also the the developer uh, the devel- development system but also the ciso or the security team
1: mm-hmm. yeah eventually the the buying person of uh, security tools are security teams, so mm-hmm. we are aiming to sell to a uh, security team, but definitely the purpose of what we're doing is to, to bridge the gap that we have today between dev team, DevOps, and security team around this area, and also to allow the, the dev team to get, or the DevOps team to get more uh, 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 knowledge about their security gaps and what they need to do in a very easy way we don't want them to come to our platform we don't see us as a dashboard that developers need to go into and try to understand what they need to do or what they need to, or what they have mm-hmm. uh, inside their code we want to push everything that we have inside the platform to wherever they are working in their day-to-day uh, whether it's jira slack or comment on pr or any other system that they're using
0: Okay, so uh, this is all very interesting. I want to move uh, forward just uh, to uh, frame our discussion. We're talking about uh, uh, research that you produce, which is called the 10 CICD uh, security risk, Mm -hmm. which is a very interesting topic. This is why uh, I wanted uh, to talk about. But before we dive into that, I mean, we we discussed a lot of things here. I think our audience, first of all, might need a little interpretation or explanation. Can you define CICD pipeline for us?
1: So in on high level, uh, without going into too technical, the CI-CD or the Continuous Integration, Continuous Deployment is a set of processes and tools that eventually their purpose is to take code that developer is creating on one side, on his uh, device, on his ID or whatever they are using, and take it as several steps. Combining it, building it, uh, uh, adding more layers uh, that are needed, and then push it to the relevant places inside the production environment. Again, this is a very high-level understanding of the CI/CD. It's, there are companies that have multiple CI/CDs. There are companies that have different capabilities inside the CI/CD. It's very. Uh, 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 there are a lot of. Uh, a version of how you see CICD in different uh, uh, companies. But what we see today, and this is uh, how it's relevant, uh, we see development processes or CICD processes almost everywhere. Um, We are working with law firms, with insurance companies, with tech companies, with uh, health companies, uh, Everyone development. Uh, uh, and, and this is, this is the world. Yeah. So everyone want to be there.
0: It's yeah. not only for uh, high-tech startups, it's for everyone who wants to produce f- software faster and more reliably, mm-hmm. that's the idea. Mm-hmm. So the idea of CICD, we have a pipeline, on one end the developer is, is writing a code, on the uh, on the other end there's the production system, and the pipeline basically describes the phases that is the application is going. First of all, the new code is integrated to the old code, this is a CI/CD, and then it's being deployed to the mm-hmm. test environment first, being doing the mm-hmm. testing and all of the relevant stuff, and then moving to the production again with all the security guardrails and the uh, the mm-hmm. checks. So this is the process. So can you, okay, so now understand CICD, can you define for us CICD security?
1: So CICD security uh, is the measures uh, that we talked about and, and on, on CIDR on the layers on about what is required for you to make sure that eventually the, the code that is being deployed inside uh, the production uh, uh, yeah, first of all, uh, the code itself doesn't contain any malicious uh issues or any malicious code or bugs or something like that, but also that, uh, there is no chance that someone temper, uh, the code or temper, uh, artifacts or temper anything, uh, uh, in the process of uh, shipping the code from the developer all the way to the production environment. So this is the combination of what from our perspective means that CICD security
0: okay but this is uh, first of all in the pa- uh, in the past a couple of minutes ago you said security of the pipeline mm-hmm. security in the pipeline what was the third one
1: uh, security around the pipeline
0: around the pipeline uh, around the pipeline around the pipeline, mm-hmm. around the pipeline. so uh, when you say that malicious and uh, temper code it's part of the security in the pipeline or do you see it as the goal of all the three
1: security of the pipeline uh, tempering the code As for example uh, probably you are familiar with uh, solar winds. Mm-hmm. Uh, incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is this is exactly uh, the security of the pipeline uh, issue, that someone managed mm-hmm. to bypass the control, get involved as part of the build process, change the code, replace it with or implement, uh, more accurately, malicious code. And then the code continued to be pushed to uh, uh, production. And then from there, spread to mm-hmm.
0: And the nice thing about it, most of our security testing is about testing if the code is vulnerable mm-hmm. and we don't check if the code is malicious. Mm-hmm. So the code could be perfectly not vulnerable so it will pass through all our mm-hmm. security gates. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, uh, excellent example. So uh, security uh, of the pipeline, I understand security in the pipeline and security around the pipeline, it basically means if somebody can bypass the mm-hmm. pipeline and then push, I don't know, mm-hmm. artifact in the end of the, mm-hmm. after all the security testing. Mm-hmm. A developer with what uh, access? <laughs> uh, eventually,
1: there are situations that developers, again, try, they wake up in the middle of the night and they need to fix something, but they don't want to go the entire... Uh, chain of command and chain of testing inside their build process so okay let's fix it directly into the uh uh production environment by the way it's wrong from security and wrong from devops perspective from governance governance sure. and everything uh, so uh and they're not doing it from malicious uh, intent it's but friday night it's friday night or <laughs> it's friday 2am uh, so it's also uh it's a combination of problems uh, but yeah, we in the security around the pipeline, we try to understand that eventually everything that arrived to the production environment originated from the CI/CD that should be the single point of truth for anything that is flowing or anything that exists inside the production environment. Okay.
0: Can you give us a couple of examples after, uh, except for solar wind, of uh, CI/CD relevant incidents?
1: Yeah, basically almost on, uh, (laughs) it's a a good year for anyone that is in this industry, Uh, but uh, almost on a monthly basis, we saw an incident that uh, uh, the magnitudes of impact, it's huge because uh, uh, the ecosystem is using a lot of external stuff that a lot of them are using for example one of the incident uh, which is very well known it's Kotkov incident. It's a third party that is being used as part of the build process to verify um, the quality of the the code if it's been tested and did all the stuff again there are a lot of stuff uh, uh, and what is what happened there is that someone uh, hacked uh, Kotkov. Kotkov was deployed in many built uh, system Jenkins and uh, stuff like that, and and but the configuration inside the Jenkins allowed the Kotkov to reach uh, to secrets that each pipeline uh, had the access uh, to it, and then basically someone that uh, break Kotkov uh, managed to go into uh, and 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 grab uh, uh, secrets. Mm-hmm that uh, were used as part of pipelines in many, many, many uh, development processes in many companies. This is one, uh, and another and one. And how
0: did they, uh, basically went to the source code and, ch- and changed the package? Uh, no,
1: basically they were, they, they had access directly to the pipeline no, itself.
0: I, I mean, uh, for Kotkov, he uh, took over the the source code of Kotkov? How did you manage to uh, do it? They,
1: they again they managed to penetrate uh the, the, the development and then go into their production and from there again uh, mm-hmm. roll down uh, to software their cousin, supply chain software classic. supply chain classic uh, similar another one uh dependency confusion uh that uh, again biggest incident one of the biggest incidents last year that someone managed to take over a uh, uh, de- dependency or third party that are, is being used by many companies, such as Apple, Microsoft, Facebook, and yeah, and basically was, everyone. Yeah. It was and a
0: security researcher who said basically managed to d- fool the the, the mm-hmm. package dependency mm-hmm. uh, tree. So
1: mm-hmm. and, so. and again, this is this is the, again, it, it showed the proof of concept. But this is something that is being used by before him by many. Other uh, malicious uh, uh, people and adversaries, and and again we have, as I said, we have on a, on a monthly basis uh, incident. Again, for example, like on the same approach, uh, CoA and RCA, that uh, npm packages were very well known packages that someone uh, put a malicious code in them. Again, okay. we have a lot
0: so uh you recently released the top 10 risk for cicd uh, Mm -hmm. pipelines and this is a project that uh, uh, that was introduced by you can you tell us a little bit about it what i mean what is the goal of uh, this project
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh it was amazing project led by uh, daniel my co-founder the cto and now director of research omar Gill. uh it took them like nine months uh like uh baby baby (laughs) Uh, uh uh and and it was an amazing project because for the first time uh someone in the industry decided to uh compose uh um list again not hundreds of uh issues a very uh very uh close list of ten very similar to us top ten uh uh list that again will be the guideline for all companies that are doing CI/CD or want to do CI/CD security, will be able to consume and very easily to understand what they need to do, and 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 how to uh, first of all to understand the risk, understand what need to do, and also in each every risk we also show or gave examples of incident that happen in that area. So again, it's not like something that never happened, or this is very uh. Uh, 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 scientific uh, 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 capability that nobody really managed to do before that, so, yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, you're mapping the top 10 uh, CICD uh, uh, risk and you're doing it in a a closed list that uh, you will update uh, frequently. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about the process? I mean, how do you
1: create a research like this? So... As I said, it took t- uh, nine months. <laughs> so, and, but we started by, first of all, uh, uh, creating uh, an initial list and starting to, to, to map the, the, the attacks that uh, we saw and try to map them into a uh, 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 bucket of uh, very close buckets that are very similar. And then we worked with a very uh, impressive uh, group of uh, uh, reviewers across the globe that assist us uh, in in creating that list and also reviewing that document and give it uh, 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 the certificate that indeed this is something that can be used by the industry and it's not like yet another uh, marketing uh, material. Uh, This is why it's publicly open. It's not like gated inside a website or something like that. Everybody can use it, everybody can... uh, 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 uh share it and and so
0: and what is the future plans for this uh, document for this research
1: uh so i think it will continue to evolve we we'll continue to improve uh, uh what we know uh, we we'll continue to improve the controls that we're going to have inside the each and every uh, uh uh control probably in the future some of them will go out maybe it, new one will go in very similar again to us top 10 uh, but also our future goal is also to do a uh, partnership with stuff like uh, Cloud Security Alliance, uh, OASP or any other one that, again, to, to adopt it and make it more official uh, in the industry. Uh, we, we already see a lot of companies that are adopting it and, and using it in their day to day. Uh, so from our perspective, it's uh, it's amazing. And we're also going to present it uh, at RSA and many other events mm-hmm. in the future. Uh,
0: okay. Can you give us a couple of examples for the risks that you uh, mapped in this research?
1: Yeah, we have a uh, few. One of them, for example, is insufficient credential hygiene, uh, which is very similar to Kotkov, what we talked about. Kotkov about the fact that all the pipelines or your pipelines can reach to credentials that are stored in in a way that, or in a way that if you're using something that is uh, administrative uh, uh, capabilities, and now each pipeline, although they don't need to be able to do everything, everywhere in your production environment, can reach and and grab, and this is how Kotkov managed to grab Mm -hmm. those credentials, for example,
0: so uh, basically they give a role uh, to the Gen- to the CICD server and the code, code was managed to use this role utilize this role on his own mm-hmm. yeah. how would you protect yourself from that
1: so there are a few uh, capabilities again on a high level uh, so there are a few capabilities first of all the scope of uh, the, the the secrets or the tokens themselves that the Jenkins is holding uh, if a pipeline needs, specific uh, secrets or token to go in to do his job in the uh, inside the production make sure that he has a very clear scope of permissions there Least privileges. this privilege mm-hmm. again eventually those are very uh, uh um, in most cases those are very high privilege uh, mm-hmm. uh uh tokens that can do a lot of stuff inside production can beat can bring uh, machines can take down machines deploy code and many other stuff so we need to make sure that we have a clear scope of the permission and also uh, we know that uh, a pipeline can reach specific uh, token and maybe not all the tokens and maybe not uh, the uh, the highest privilege tokens that the Jenkins hold. Uh, again, okay, so maybe for a good reason.
0: Don't give one role to all your secrets. Try to divide them into different roles and make sure that the scope is very limited.
1: Yeah, again, uh, we we have a very, uh, uh, we have a list of recommendations on mm-hmm. each one of them. Uh, this is one of them. But again, um, because the credential hygiene is not only in one area of the Jenkins, but in many other places as well. So, we also have a lot of recommendations also on the SCM side and, and other mm-hmm.
0: places. Mm-hmm. Okay, another example from the top 10 risk?
1: A- another example which is a very um, uh, interesting uh, um, scenario because it's the ones, it's the scenario that talks about the connectivity between the systems. Uh, so we call it uh, uh, poison pipeline execution or PPE. Uh, so we have different, different level, we have direct PP, indirect PP, and, but on a high level, uh, uh, this uh, 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 method or this risk talks about someone with permission to uh, the uh, SCM uh, for specific repo, but because of the connectivity between the SCM to the CI system and inside the CI system the pipeline that is being triggered be- with uh, 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 the repo that uh, the developer has the access to can reach to tokens. Again, it's very similar to uh, uh, the token agent, but even if you have a very uh, limited token, again, a developer in two clicks can reach the token that the pipeline is holding because of the connectivity between uh, 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 the... Uh, the SCM and the CI system and uh, and the triggering that the repo can do to the pipeline inside the CI system. Again, <laughs> I'm simplifying yeah. uh, the risk, but again, there is a clear unders- uh, there is a clear explanation and also with a uh, uh, good illustration of how it's being done and examples and and, and again.
0: How people can uh, reach the document?
1: a uh, 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 just look for top 10 CICD risks. Uh, you have a GitHub repo, by the way, that you can uh, uh, put, uh, push a comment and, and update and, and people are all already doing that. And we have it also in our website. Uh, we have a dedicated area for the top 10 CICD that you can go in and look for and, and see and read and take down, download the, the PDF and again use we, it and share
0: it. We also let, put a link on our uh, episode website for this document. Mm-hmm. So awesome. uh, listeners, you can go to the uh, to the Silver Lining uh, website and download it. For the link from there. So let me summarize, uh, so let me summarize everything we just discussed and think about if you have anything more to add. So cyber Security is doing security of the uh, CI/CD pipelines, you're focusing either uh, on three layered security of the pipeline, security inside the pipeline, and security how, n- how not to bypass the... Around <laughs> the, the pipeline. Or, or around the pipeline, yeah. But it's not security around, it's just not make sure that nobody goes around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have a little bit problems with title. And uh, CI/CD uh, basically is something that most of the. Modern company who are thinking about digital transformation are now adapting if they want to produce more reliable software and faster with a better time to market. And with that comes a lot of risk. And we've seen example in the last couple of years, many at, uh, software b- uh, supply chain attacks, credentials attack, and a variation of those two uh, basically produces a lot of uh, news headlines like wind, mm-hmm. which I think is the most uh, common example, but there are other examples. So, uh, in order to uh, help companies secure the CRCD pipelines, you produce a and risk for CICD plumbing, which could be found on your GitHub repository and on your website. And then uh, a custom uh, CI/CD uh, DevOps or security professional can go to this uh, document and basically check, do a checklist of the different risks and see how he copes with them in his environment. And for each risk, you also have a mitigating controls and recommendation for how you mm-hmm. can uh, mm-hmm. deal with them.
1: Mm-hmm. Anything yeah. we missed? Uh, no, but we also did something else to educate. Uh, on top of that, we released CICD GOAT, which is uh, a vulnerable CICD. Uh, it's a basically a CTF uh, that uh, you have 10 uh, stages that educate you on the risk. And, and, you know, you can take it, play with it, and educate it, uh, and educate your DevOps, educate your security team around those risks. And, and, and it's very uh, uh fun and and again uh, very educational uh, uh stuff that you can do with your uh team.
0: Oh, this is nice. We also put a link to us on the episode yeah. page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is cool. Also, yeah. we should, we need to do this in a conference somewhere. Think about uh, how we can accommodate mm-hmm. By the way, somewhere. it it
1: it was created after we did a workshop uh in um uh beside uh Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh uh so we did it there, and 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 from there we took it. We understand that there is uh, uh, a lot of interest in that, and 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 so now we release it in, in, in full blown to everyone to be uh, to be able to use it and again educate uh, their teams.
0: Perfect. Great. Thank you very much, guys. This was very interesting. How people uh, people will get take uh, good learn to take good care of the PCI CD pipeline, so we won't see more, any more headlines. And thank you for helping secure this. And thank you for your contribution to the community with uh, open sourcing this uh, document.
1: Thank you, and thank you, and let's meet again in three years. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, before, maybe, <laughs> maybe before. Maybe before. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very thank much, you. and bye
0: bye.
1: Bye bye.